Welcome to our Memorial Day edition of Justifying the F Word. And F Word means freedom. I thought it meant <laughs> why the F is it raining over Memorial Day weekend. True. Yeah. True. We can't have it all. But yes, 40s and 50s, guys, that's the F word. But. And living your best life. Yeah, but this 40s. weekend we're going to go with freedom. Free- Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good one that. I didn't see that coming. I, I said it two seconds ago. Well, I didn't <laughs> see it coming. So, I mean, I, I, I can, uh, I can be surprised. Una sorpresa. Una sorpresa todos. Hey, uh, I haven't told you this. <laughs> Are you ready for a, uh, it's only weird if you make it weird moment. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, we're here. Yeah. So I don't see why I shouldn't, uh, I had an epiphany the other day. Yeah. A a Tiffany? Uh, No, uh, an (laughs) epiphany. Epiphany. Okay. So I had my CPAP on. Ooh. Okay. I like where this is going. And for our listening audience that may not know, I like to sleep with something covering my head. Yeah. He calls it a burka. Whether it be a pillow. I call it my sleep burka, but a t-shirt. I mean, his dream would be if we had a cat that would come sleep across his eyes. It has happened, but it wasn't our cat. Yeah. But I'll take it. I mean, yeah. Beggars can't be choosers. So I, uh, the other day I took a nap and I was like, crap, what am I going to put on my head? And just so you guys know, Megan, as insulting as this might be, is very particular about if I use her pillow. You leave your head funk. On my pillowcase. Did you know that Japanese warriors? Were I do not want to hear battle. about the nail clippings <laughs> for leave, their loved leave, ones. Leave. It would be the kind of thing like, you know, in the movies where you see a t- like the ladies balled up on the bed with the shirt smelling it. Yeah. Nope. 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 I have a feeling you would do that with my pillow. Yeah. Nope. Okay. So anyway, uh, there I was laying there uh, looking for something to cover my head and I grabbed a blanket. Okay, there was another blanket. Yeah, because uh, everybody likes to feel suffocated well, while they're sleeping. You know, I did listen to a really interesting thing podcast with a guy who's the head of sleep studies, well, uh, neuroscience, and he did talk about how some people's eyelids are thicker than others. So some people demand or require absolute darkness. So mine might just be really thin. But uh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, I digress. So. Typically, the issue is when you put something over your head, you have to leave a nasal cavity to breathe from. So a lot of times light still gets up from the bottom. Yeah. But it's almost like I have a blanket scuba setup on. (laughs) So my point is I can completely cover my head. But with the fact that I have a CPAP on, it's supplying oxygen. So you know how like when you sleep and you're like, it's just I can't breathe in hot air while I'm under the blanket. Not me. Oh no. I've got a lifeline. Oh yeah. So, uh, wow. Yeah. From things what, you learn from what was once a, uh, a, uh, deterrent. Okay. Well, and I'd also like to say too, I saw top gun this week, Yeah, which is absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't seen top gun, see it on the biggest movie screen possible. But, uh, I'm kind of like Maverick too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Totally. It's the with your CPAP. It's the exact same thing. So <laughs> anyway, I just thought I would mention that before we really get going. Yeah, I mean the things you learned. It's almost a superpower, and I thought of it, and I even saved it for this moment 
I, I haven't told Megan this. It was an aha moment. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to defile the sanctity of this moment by telling her before we record. I was like, like preemptively. Yeah, preemptively. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I said, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to lay it all out on the line while we're, while we're rolling. Yeah. Cause you didn't have a mountain peak. You had a mic. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyway, uh, big week in the Brown household. It was the end of school. Uh, so our kids are, yeah. They're home. Oof, summer. They are home. I rarely get jealous of my children. But the end of the school year and the, well, end of the school year and right before they get out for Christmas break, I get wildly jealous. Because how fun is that? Yeah, because I feel like as an adult, you're like... Sweet summer. Oh wait, I'm. Oh, I get yeah, to work and it's thing. hot outside. <laughs> yeah. So, um, our week, of course, uh, it was field day on Wednesday, and um, got a call from our youngest Brosis teacher at the elementary school. Yeah, and um, anyway, was just like, hey, you know, she was all concerned and. And, um, so he decided during field day, Hey, you know what? We're playing these games, but you know, what's even better. I'm going to get on top of the whole entire play equipment, uh, in the playground. And, um, it was probably taller than like six feet. Yeah. I'd be like, he was, he was on this like almost zip line thing. Yeah. So so it's probably like six or seven feet tall. Anyway, decided to get up there in front of everybody and he was doing backflips off of this equipment and they like got him all pumped up to do one more and he got up there and he didn't clear the bar. And what happened? He, um, so his teacher, he had chipped half of his, uh, front tooth, uh, his, it was that supposed to be a sound effect? That was a sound effect. Did it work? <laughs> no. Let's try it again. There we oh, go. oh yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Here we go. There we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so his teacher called and um, I was just like, is he okay? She's like, well, he chipped his tooth. I'm like, well, is he bleeding? She's like, well, he hit his forehead and we think he's fine. You know, no concussion and there's no blood. And I'm like, is he upset? Is he crying? And she's like, no. And I'm like, cool. I'll see him at the end of the day. So uh, I was like, I'm not. So yeah, we we took him to our good friends at Basin Dental to get yeah Yeah. another plug right there. Another plug. I'm sure you were not sponsored, but that we do get free toothbrushes. I mean, it would be cool. (laughs) Just kidding. Anyway, so uh, yeah, they got his tooth all fixed up. Yeah, did a nice job. You can't even tell. Of course, it was his permanent. Yeah, I'm like, he has still baby teeth in there, but it was his permanent. But you know what? I just told him when I picked it, like we were heading. I'm like, you know what? You'll have a good story when you're in your 40s. Yeah, and I love the fact he was like i'm cool so you may be you may or may not be able to tell that megan and i have a little bit of a cold yeah you know it just uh it's the end of it's i swear we always get sick right before christmas and right when the school yeah. year gets and out. i will say i feel like there should be something that is like against the law and it should be that both parents go down at the same time and quinn and i went down at the same time and we're like Oh, you know, just because the end of school, you want it to be magical for your kids. And then the hardest thing is they all have a bunch of stuff planned. So it's like, I imagine it's like, uh, 
It's like, it's like, uh, being, you're like crawling back after like a traumatic car accident to the hospital. Yeah. But it's kind of like that you're, you're doing your best to, uh, to somehow get through it all. So our youngest, so well, I'm just going to give Quinn huge props because there was a night I was like, kind of just like, I was fevering and Quinn dadded hard. Oh man, it was, he, it he was, was bonfire. The, it he was, was the game maker. It was movie screen. It was set up the computer for them to watch a movie. Yeah, like, it was, he dadded hard and I was like, I got nothing. My head was I, just I got ice cream it. sandwiches that I got from the grocery store earlier this week. It was, uh, it was a vision quest. I, uh, it, it's like that part in uh, old school where Will Ferrell steps outside of his body. Yeah. He's like, I, I don't even know what happened. I, <laughs> that was kind of like the next morning when I woke up. But, you know, yeah, that happened. And of course it sucks. The uh, I will say where we live, you never trust the weather till after Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Like in the mountains, it snowed today oh yeah yeah, yeah. If, if we look out our back window you can see that so for all y'all that have been out boating in like your pictures on instagram yeah, you guys can you. go pound screw you <laughs> no so i mean granted i guess in a way we're like whatever we've been sick so it's kind of we uh we are about six episodes into the new season of stranger things yeah, we've we been watched with deep. our two oldest. So, so good. Yeah. So um, we are hoping to finish up here soon. So if you haven't watched, I mean, if you are a stranger thing, if you haven't watched it by this point, you're probably not going to get on board. But um, season four, I would say probably uh, my favorite season so far. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And to all of y'all that are graduating, uh, congratulations. If you have kids that are graduating, way to go, parents. You, yeah. You, you did good. I remember um, I saw something a few years ago that was like, congratulations on graduating and finishing the easiest part of your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, but no, there is something to be said about finishing up. And definitely now that we have teenagers, we're like, I feel like on that day of graduation, you're like, there is as much of that is celebrating yourself and like, yes, we did it. We did it. It's like the end of Christmas vacation. Yes. Where they're we like, did it. we did it. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. But um, big thanks to all those who have served and sacrificed for our freedoms, um, especially um, on Memorial Day um, of thinking of those. And um, Quinn and I are, are, Thanks go out yeah, to you. Thank, thanks and humble and to, the families yeah, too. To everybody yeah. that served, sacrificed, couldn't couldn't say enough good things about it. Uh, what we wanted to talk about this week uh, comes with experience. So let me let me paint a picture Bob Ross style with happy clouds and little trees and. Every time I thought he was going to mess up the picture. Yeah. Did you know Bob Ross had a pet squirrel? That'd be kind of cool. I had a really angry, grumpy old neighbor who had a pet squirrel named Scratchy and it lived up to his name, but anyway, <laughs> that that's story for a different time. So there we are young parents, like hitting summertime, all sorts of plans. We're like, man, we're going to go camping. We're going to go do this. We're going to go do that. And what happened, Megan? Um, we kind of let, I think in a way our kids take the steering wheel a little bit, which is terrifying to think of, but, um, and our kids would be like, no, we want to do this. We want to do that. This friend, da, 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 da. and then what would happen is their friends would be like off doing dope stuff. And we'd be like, cool. We didn't plan 
anything. anything. <laughs> yeah. So we're so we were sitting around. So what we want to talk about is I know what you're going to do this summer. Dun, 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 dun. Well, and and just to kind of give a preface of you know um, to start. So I think it was two summers ago. We were actually talking about this last night with our kids. My blood pressure is, yeah, he did. is rising. So anyway, it was my first summer going back to work full time. And um, so I was gone a lot more. Our kids, you know, um, in a way, it was a little bit more of a free for all. And it was a summer that I, it, it was coming right out of this shutdown of COVID. So it was the kind of deal we didn't have anything planned, like nothing on the books. Quinn and I working full time and everybody was like, I'm so how's it going with, you know, two working parents. And I was like, well, not having a game plan. Let me tell you uh, about walking in from work this Mm. last week. And they're like, what? And I'm like, well, I walked in and uh, all three of my kids because they had texted, and they're like, mom, when are you coming home? When are you coming home? When are you coming home? And I was like, I'm five minutes out. So I walk in the house and they're all three sitting side by side, perfect little angels at our island in our kitchen. Like that's like the door you come in. And I was like, hey, like what's, what's going on? And they're like, eh, no, nothing. And then they all look at our oldest And she just looks at me and then she takes her eyes and like draws them over to where our kitchen table is. Now, how did our kitchen table look? So I look over and our kitchen table is completely tacoed in. Like it is like broken in the middle. Is this like your taco toast? Yeah, taco toast. We'll we'll get back to that because that is a phenomenal idea. But anyway, so it was the kind of deal that they had had bunch of kids in the neighborhood and they were sitting on our table and this table just so you guys know was not even that old of a table and i had told the kid, <laughs> kids expressly on multiple occasions do not sit on yeah. said table and so it was the kind of deal i just looked at all three of them i had been up since 3 30 at work and i just look at the kids and i was like i'm going to bed you're gonna wait and talk to your dad And so when Quinn got home, they showed him and Quinn was like, he kept his cool. But Quinn also knows his triggers from going full Hulk. I just said, I think everybody needs to spend a little time outside. Yeah. So we helped him flip the table and our table was supposed to have like these leaves that you can move. And that thing is like pretty much like wired. Yeah. Now I drove like 16 screws into it to fix it and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, to the point we may have to chainsaw it to get it out of the house. Yeah. I don't think we could take it apart. So anyway, that is kind of our story about, um, Definitely. That was the summer that we had zero game plan. Our kids had nothing going on. We didn't have anything on the books. And so, um, turned into just it was Lord of the flies anarchy. Yeah. To the point, um, I always tell Quinn and we live in a neighborhood. We absolutely love, we picked our neighborhood. If it's Quinn and I, we would have picked to live on lots of land up like, in the mountains. Yeah. Up in the mountains. Like I would love, like my dream isn't necessarily a big house. I would love to live more in like a cabin style, big porch on the front. And it's enough that you want to have neighbors where if like a, a, like a killer breaks in your house that you could run. I mean, guys, I can run up to five miles. They could be five miles <laughs> away 
that is. But anyway, long story short is we picked our neighborhood um, because there was a lot of kids and we, we do love it because it is a lot of, it's just, it's a revolving door. But I always tell Quinn, I said, if I could go back, we didn't build our house, but we're, if I could go back, I would put a urinal and a drinking fountain in my garage so no kid had to come inside, well, especially little boys. <laughs> the funniest was our first summer we lived here. And what we're talking about too is not only having a plan, but establishing boundaries. Oh, for sure. Our first summer, we, it was the first time we had really lived in a neighborhood, uh, neighborhood with a ton of kids. Yeah. Like, we like, lived like with, suburbia. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, in California, there was a couple neighbor kids, one or two, but it wasn't like it was the whole street. And, yeah. uh, so we're like, oh yeah, we'll get some Capri Suns. We'll get some stuff like that. You know, we'll put it in the fridge. And There's, they're like locusts. Yeah. We were like, it'll be cool. Like I'm sure they'll grab one or two. No, it was like a day and a half and everything we bought was gone. And not only gone, but there's just garbage left everywhere. <laughs> like it is like literally like you're like, is this a meth house or is this like little kids <laughs> we like, in the neighborhood? What happened? <laughs> we thought we were being so cool and we got completely worse worked and overrun. So one of our biggest things I think we've learned is we've gone into summers both ways. We've gone into summers with having a plan. And then we've gone into summers with absolutely not having a plan. And I will say that having a plan equals a solid summer. And it's sometimes it can be overwhelming. I mean, you can look at the calendar and be like, oh my gosh, summer's over. And and that is, I will say us looking at our summer right here is Quinn and I, I've been joking since like March. I was like, babe, summer's over. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, let me tell you about what we have going on. And a lot of it is just our kids are older. So they have camps and like, you, you throw in like a family reunion here, family reunion there. And we're like, I mean, guys, it's hard for Quinn and I to go to Mexico, but don't stress. No, no, no. I'm sure. I'm Do sure. Do not stress. We're going in September. Yes. Yeah. And so that's almost like for us is like, we're going to summer hard. Yeah. We've got finish lines. And our finish line is we're going to get kids back in school and then we're going to Mexico. To celebrate. To celebrate that we didn't kill them. I mean, just kidding. We love them. <laughs> just kidding. But but that that planning even goes as far as, for example, I know I mentioned camping. And even before we had our camper, we did a lot of tent camping. And we would say, hey, this summer, I want to do a lot of. And you can do fill in the blank. But if you do not put it on the calendar. And we have had that where there's been many summers where we're like, how cool would it be to do Da, 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 da. And then it literally is like two weeks before school. And you're like, and this has even happened over Christmas break. For sure. Where we're like, we want to do all this Christmas stuff. And then we're like, I mean, it was honestly like this last year. We didn't even go see Santa Claus because we didn't put it on the calendar. We tried. We tried. We tried. But anyway, so if it is not, if it's something that you want to do, and this could be if you have kids, this is also if you don't have kids, if there's something you want to do, I mean, a lot of times if it is camping, right? You have kids, don't have kids, you need a reservation. And apparently yeah. over COVID, everybody <laughs> decided they like to recreate. Yeah. Thanks a lot, COVID. Yeah. You ruined skiing, you ruined campgrounds, you yeah, ruined I'm the just mountains. Saying, it's you great. People biking. like to, to recreate, but now it's, it's hard. So um, it's hard to just be impulsive on a whim and say, oh, we're going to go do this. 
and um and that and so you can just wake up and be like what did we do this summer we didn't really do that much yeah so if you plan you have a solid summer but if you don't plan it just passes you by and also by having a plan you also have something concrete and i do the same thing with work like oh i try and plan out quarterly all my travel because if I don't, it's like I don't get to the places I need to go because something else comes up and takes precedent. And Megan mentioned at the beginning, our kids, we we had several summers where we let our kids dictate more or less what we did. And a lot of times we're like, hey, let's go do this this week. And they'd be, no, I want to hang out with friends and all of that. So we would let them dictate it. And seriously, nine times out of 10, what ended up happening is. And we, yeah, we live around a lot of, a lot of kids, but they'd be gone. uh, They, a lot of people around us, they like to travel. They like to do stuff. And, um, that's where we realized we're like, uh, we need to just put our foot down and just say, we are doing this. This is what's coming up. And, um, one of the things that has helped, um, be successful and kind of looking at the summer is it's early on, even in like March. And even if you're like uh, listening to this now, don't panic. There's still time, but we've sat down with our kids. You could do this with your spouse, significant other, whoever friends and talk about things that you want to do. Cause if you don't ever have that initial, like, Hey, like, let's get the ball rolling. Like, what would you like to do? And so in our sense with our kids, a lot of it is, okay, what is the big thing you want to do this summer? You know? Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of that ends up spurring like summer camps yeah, or or things they want to do. And those are things that you have to get on the calendar and locked up. Because if you don't, if you don't do it, camps, classes, you know, sports, whatever, then it just does not happen. Yeah. So absolutely critical. Yeah. And and that's the thing is kind of earlier on, um, we talked about campsites it's, or even hotel rooms and and that is planning it out and looking and getting on the books because then it's going to happen. But if you sit there and say, Hey, maybe we might go here sometime, you know, planning it out, even if it's like, Hey, we live pretty close by a lake. We want to do it. If you don't plan it, I guarantee life will just start happening and then it won't. So you kind of almost have to just put your foot down and be like, this is what's happening this weekend or. Well, and I think if you have an open discussion and this goes, even if you don't have kids, if it's just you and your wife and you're sitting down and you're talking about what you want to do, write those things down, come up with a plan, put them on the books, even if it's tentative on when you think you can pull it off and just get it out there. Because what ends up happening is, I know there's been times too where Megan and I haven't communicated well, where maybe there's something I've really wanted to do and, or vice versa. And maybe I've said, Hey, I really want to go take the kids to go do this or just you to go do this. And it's like, well, when are we going to pull this off? This is what's going on, blah, 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 blah. And then there was another time where Megan came to me and had six or seven races booked. And I was like, that's the entire summer. Yeah. And it was like, (laughs) Oh yeah, I guess that, doesn't work, you know? <laughs> you know, it was good in intention, but it's important that you have that conversation. Cause just like I had an idea, there was already something on the books and Megan had had an idea. And even though it sounded fun, it was, it would have been a race legitimately every single weekend. Yeah. And so from that, especially with having kids and kids that now will come and be like, Hey, I'm going to do this. 
and you're like, well, what? okay, let's back up, you know, is um, we try to make a weekly schedule. We call it like family meeting. Um, and we we kind of will boil this down um, and we will do it every night before we go to bed. We're like really quick family meeting. I'm usually on the knife edge of dying. Yeah, like Quinn is literally like, okay, let's do this. I'm dying. You know, and, and that is, but it is, it is literally like almost so everyone in the family can visualize what's going to happen the next day. And there's no surprises. Yeah. And so it's like, but I mean, our kids sometimes, I'm always surprised because they'll like call me and I'm like, why didn't you answer? I'm like, we talked about this family meeting last night that I work from this time. I can't answer my phone. Always, you know, you can get a hold of dad or, or I always you know, love it when I've been on the road for like two or three days. I'm like, or they'll be, they'll call I'm, you and be I'm like, in, where I'm are in, you? I'm in like Las Vegas and they'll be like, Hey, can you pick me up from my friend's house? I'm like, you do realize I've been gone for the last two days, yeah. right? Yeah. So <laughs> I will say family meeting doesn't always like stick but a lot of times we sit down and then that way we can talk with our kids and say hey what are you thinking tomorrow um because quinn and i are huge you know like if we can make it work for them and within reason we want to but i always tell my kids i can't be this like make things happen out of nowhere you know like um i have intentions to try to help you and drive you and you know have the best summer ever, but I cannot, you know, if I have something planned and you didn't tell me, I am not going to feel bad about it. Or we've had it happen one time with our oldest. Uh, she really wanted to go down to this mall and we said, yeah, we can drive, but mom and dad are gone for the evening. Like we, we were doing an overnighter. We're like you have to have a ride home. And then lo and behold, there was not a ride home. Yeah. And it got worked out, but it is, it, it's one, and it wasn't us, but that's where I tell them, I'm like, you know, Quinn and I, unless it's, you know, we'll do it every once in a while where we're like Friday night, we'll even tell them on like Tuesday, we're like Friday, we are going on a date. If yeah. you want to have friends come over to our house within reason, like that's fine, but we need to know your plans. We're going to be gone from this time to this time. So if you want to be dropped off, it needs to be before. If you need to be picked up, it needs to be after. But between these hours, we're on a date. And so our kids know that we're serious about it. But they, they also know that like around that, like we're like, we're pretty willing to like, you know, drive and do stuff. But that is really the importance of family meeting is like, hey, what do you have going on tomorrow? So... <laughs> I don't want this to come off as everybody thinking we we're so organized because literally we, no, it, we, it is. <laughs> we, we live in what I like to con call a uh, controlled anarchy. Yeah. We're like, a, we're like a banana government one, one, one step away from having a coup. Well, and, and, and our youngest is like the wind will blow in just a different direction. And it's like, he is on a whole different war path of what he wants. I mean, literally this week, so our youngest, Logan Brosif, he's nine, right? And his his birthday's coming up at the end of the summer. And we were driving in the car. And he and the thing you got to understand about Logan is he lives his best life. I mean, we should literally have him on about talking about living your best life. He, I mean, he lives his best life at all times until he is like having to sit in the car, for hours, like on a road trip or school or, church. or yeah, anytime yeah. you like pin him down. Um, but we're driving in the car and he is, he is never been into toys. 
I mean, he was into Matchbox toys when he was like two. Yeah, he liked cars that he could push around, but that was it. No yeah, but we, we've always joked that he is a 17, 18-year-old dude trapped in this little body. Yeah, and- like last night, he's like, we're talking about tomorrow. We're like, you know, mom and dad don't today. And we're like, you know, mom and dad don't feel really good. And, uh, you know, so I think we're going to lay low. And he's like, I don't know. Maybe we could go throw hatchets. (laughs) <laughs> like go to one of the, and I'm like, dude, I think you have to be 18. Like, yeah. So anyway, we're driving in the car. This he's like, is that's lame. The last week. And, um, he goes, mom, I know what I want for my birthday. And this is always the big one because Logan has never been like, I want this like $35, $35 action figure. It is never been that way. Logan is like, like Quinn always jokes. He's like, if I bought half of what Logan asked for, I would need to be a multimillionaire. So he goes, mom, I know what I want for my 10th birthday. And I was like, what dude? He's like, I want a welder. And he wasn't kidding. Because he wasn't kidding. He has big plans to build a flyable airplane. This yeah. Summer. He thinks that this is going to happen. It's his project. <laughs> and so anyway, I don't so, know why I just thought that, that, was a, that was a huge tangent because we live in controlled uh, <laughs> chaos, but but now you can see uh, that like Logan always oh, has no. a project. Yeah. Or today I played, he won the play the Xbox. So he and I, and by the way, I'm so bad. Like I end up staring at this. We were playing Battlefront Star Wars and the whole time I'm staring at the ceiling, running into a wall, getting shot like every 20 seconds. But anyway, right after that's over, I'm like, Hey, you know, mom and I need to go record our podcast. And he's like, Oh, cool. Well, let's go throw, let's go play catch. Or do you want to shoot bow and arrows? Or what do you want to go do? And I'm like, dude, you need to go find a friend for like a half he hour. A friend. Anyway. So yes. yes so we, long story short on that tangent is we, I mean, part of it is that we're trying to have our youngest not burn down the neighborhood. Him and his friends went up in the hills and built a fire. We found out the other day and I was like, Oh great. We're going to burn down the neighborhood. <laughs> so I mean, part of it is just yeah. controlling chaos. Well, and that's just it. So not only do you need to have a daily plan, like we talked about, we have our little <laughs> planning meeting, our daily planning meeting and go over at night what the next activities of the day are, but you also need to do a weekly schedule. Like, so you, we usually sit down Sunday night with everybody in the living room and just kind of go through what the plan is for the week. Who's going to be gone? What's going on? I mean, our oldest work. So it's kind of like between Quinn and I and um, carpools trying to figure out like, okay, like your work schedule, we got to get you there. And then we have our work schedule, which by the way, luckily um, I was sick this week, but our garage door uh, spring and cables broke, which trapped Megan's car inside the garage. Yep, sure did. Yeah, which and left us with so we had one car. One, we, which left us with one car till Friday afternoon to uh, shuttle kids around and <laughs> try and make. <laughs> I everything. forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's try, been a week. Yeah, it's been so a week. Pretty exciting. Got to spend the equivalency of a good trip to a five star resort on a uh, couple new garage doors, but it was yeah. But one of our garage doors has been broken for like a year and a half because we were like garage yeah. door or Mexico yeah. <laughs> garage door. Well, it's garage door this. So Megan talked about how, uh, stuff gets out of control, especially with our youngest, but it does too for our middle kids. And that's why one of the things we like to do is to middle kids. There's only middle one middle. kid <laughs> and, and our oldest daughter, but that's why we like to sit down at the beginning of summer and we do this, try and do the same thing over Christmas break. We do it in like November, but we say, okay, let's put together a bucket list 
of things that you guys want to do this summer. Yeah. And part of it is where we live. There's a really, I mean, it's, it, it, I would say it's really cool. Like, I mean, it's unlike a lot of places, unless you live by like six flags oh, or I, like Disneyland or that. And not that saying it's exactly like it, but there's, there's a place called Lagoon. Yeah. And it's a great amusement park. And we haven't had passes coasters. for years. So part of it was our kids. It has water park. Yeah. As a water, water park. park. And it's small and quaint and it's open um, all the way through. They do like a thing called Frightmares where they have haunted houses in October. And so our kids, that was one of the things that we talked to them kind of earlier on. And they're like part of our, you know, kind of their bucket list is they're like, we want to do a lagoon again. We haven't done it in like two years. And so that was one of those things that Quinn and I were like, oh, okay, well, Easter, this kind of. The Easters. The Easters. But um. Yeah, so that was one of their bucket list things where like two of our kids are old enough where they can go with their friends, you know, and we're like, okay, we're at a different stage. We're dropping off, picking up kind of deal. And Logan was like, hey, I'd like to do a lot of fishing. I'm like, done. Or, you know, our middle was like, can we go paddle boarding more? And absolutely. We live next to two reservoirs. Why not? Like, let's get out there and do it. So creating that bucket list of activities or, Hey, what camps do you want to go to? What do you want to see? Or, uh, why don't you talk about concerts, Megan? Yeah. So, um, the, uh, we're so excited about this because I think for a long amount of time, there wasn't really that many concerts because everything was canceled, rescheduling, and there wasn't a lot. And so I feel like this summer, um, it might be a little overboard, but it is, we have a long, extensive list of concerts we're going to. Great concerts. Yeah. Like great concerts. Some of them are. Some we're going with our kids. Some yeah. We're some not. with kids, some not. And some are just like up at the ski resort where, by where we live. And um, just, it is one of those that we kind of, if you look at our calendar throughout the whole summer, it's not planned every single day, but we have so, like stuff every single week that is kind of going on in, in there. So, you know, we've talked a lot about kids and uh, kids are cool, right? They kind of overtake summer but a they little bit, over, but it is critical as Megan mentioned, like, you know, Hey, we're doing this Friday night. It's critical also that you make adult time. Well, and part of that is so Quinn and I, um, with adult time, it kind of changes in the summer because it is a different schedule. So one of the things Quinn and I have talked about is once it stops raining and snowing, good hell dude, we've had like, (laughs) we have had like two, maybe three days this entire spring where it has been like, where you will not die of exposure. Yeah, Like it has either been freezing or we've had all four seasons in one day. Yeah. It's been like 80 degrees, snowing, 30 degrees, like rain, hail, death. Yeah. All mixed up in one, or it's just been miserable. Yeah. So one of the things when the weather, hopefully here soon. June. You can never yeah, trust the weather. Is, in the um, we June. talked about a lot of our adult time is being, you know, Quinn has talked in previous episodes about just trying to be more just intentional about being active. And so we talked about um, just going into the summer. I'm like, well, sometimes it's hard to like leave and go out on this like full date, which we will do. But we're like, we can sneak away at least two or three times a week and go road biking. Or go mountain bike. Yeah, because we live 
right where we can leave from our door or mountain bike is 10 minutes away. And we're like, that's a good hour and a half. And that's a good time that we're spending together. And so that's kind of where we're looking at it saying, okay, this is going to be part of our adult time of saying, Hey kids, we're going to peace out for like two hours. We'll be back. Your guys are good. Yeah. Our number. Yeah. So just take into account that you're not indentured servants to your children the entire summer or you'll lose your marbles. Yes. And that's where like, we've had it where our kids where we're like, we are going to dinner and like, there's been like, you know, our middle is upset that she's babysitting because you know, the oldest is off doing something. And I was like, this is important. Like we run you around all the time. I need you to stay at home and babysit or, you know, whatever. And, um, or they'll be mad that we're like, we can't run you, but this is important. And we've told you all week we had this scheduled. Absolutely. Um, you know, especially when it comes to adult time or even just family time, it's always better to overschedule than underschedule. doesn't mean you have to, it's, it's like I tell my guys that I work with, you know, if you set a pretty heavy duty calendar, it doesn't mean you have to complete everything. Yeah. And I think that's like having ideas, like saying like, Hey, you know, this night, like there's a baseball game you know, and that's an option. And if you sit down and you're like, okay, like, do you guys want to go? And everybody's like, eh, not feeling it. It's like we had tickets to go to a hockey game Saturday, but everybody was kind of like, we didn't feel good. People just, we just weren't feeling it. Yeah. And so I think that it is one of those of, but having plans, things to do instead of just sitting around. And, you know, having plans that rolls right into uh, structure and ground rules. We talked about being overtaken like a like a biblical plague of locusts just overrunning us. Uh, we we've done it one way. You know, we've definitely lost where we just got overtaken every time we walked into a room. It exploded. It was like just terrible. There were otter pop wrappers everywhere. And so Megan has set some really good boundaries where the kids have a list every morning where they get up, and it's more. excuse me, it's more to give them structure than anything else because everybody thrives on structure. Kids thrive on structure. Structure is a really good, positive thing, but it's creating some sort of structure in their day and also accountability that, you know, they can't live in squalor. Well, and I think too, if you are a parent out there is... It is not... If you have kids, it is not your responsibility to clean the whole house. Like it is not. Nor, you know, it's. And if you set that dialogue of like, I'm going to wash every dish, I am always going to prepare food every time they're hungry, you have created your own. And maybe that's like a, I, I don't know, like negative attitude. But I look at it as saying, like, I am not here to make sandwiches every single time my kids are hungry or whatever. Like, I need to have food in my house for them to be able to eat. That is my responsibility. But my kids' responsibility is, I always tell them, like, token phrase is, God gave you two arms and two legs. That's what I always tell them when they're hungry. I'm like, there's stuff in there. Now, if there's absolutely no food in the house, then okay, shame on me. But if there's food in the house, like our our oldest freaked out the other day and she's like, there's no food. And, Qu- and Quinn was like, there's food in the house. She's like, but not like good food. Yeah, it- I, I don't understand how... Uh- Kids can make like $300 worth of groceries magically disappear. Yeah. And then, yeah, but it was like food that she had to make. (laughs) It was like, she was like, you know, and I told her, I was like, it can't just be like, 
if you want something, put it on the grocery list. Again, it is my job to make sure there's food in the house. Like that is my job in the family. Well, and I think during the school where school year, uh, everybody gets cut a little bit of slack because everybody's running a thousand directions. But, you know, during the summer, there's no excuses as for a dirty room. There's no excuses that their bathrooms aren't clean. Like there's just no excuses. So by creating that structure, it gives them an environment where they're not just existing and uh, it doesn't turn in the Lord of the Flies because we have definitely had. Oh, yeah. And it, it will. Uh, it just takes two hours. Yeah. I don't even think two, two hours. Like Quinn came upstairs this morning. It was like, there was like a frat party in our basement. Yeah. So we had a stranger things get together last night. Uh, a couple friends came over. Uh, our kids' friends came over, I should say. And we watched it. And literally I come downstairs and I told everybody, grab your glasses, soda cans, whatever on the way up. And there was like six <laughs> soda cans. Like one of them is like half full sitting on the couch. I'm like, what the hell just happened here? <laughs> like, did nobody listen to me? Like... I'm like, and, and how is this acceptable? So, yeah. so we're know, working. It is a, it, it's in progress, but you know, just giving them carte blanche to run isn't good either. Yeah. Yeah. Like saying like, oh, I'm going to run around and clean up every mess and, and all of this. So my advice to out there is sometimes you got to be bad cop and it's got to be, there's got to be skin in the game. Um, as far as that goes, because I did it like when we first moved in our house, I was the one right, running around cleaning and I, it was like brushing your teeth after eating Oreos. Like it just was like, <laughs> I just felt like it was like never happening where now I feel like, I mean, it was like Quinn and I our our two of our kids got out Thursday, our oldest got out Friday and it was like instantly we're like, Okay. Yeah. And it was seriously like within day one, because a lot of people were gone for Memorial Day, we're like, we need to write this ship. Like, yeah. And it's one it. of those. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, every day it's kind of deal. I'm like, I will drive you. I will take you where you need to go, what you want to do. You can have friends over, but there is no one in our house. And no, you know, yeah. And you have to pay to play too. Like, if, if you want the rides, if you want to be taken to where you want to yeah. go. If you want the, we have a kid that's like, we're basically loan sharks to him at this point where we're like, we're not loaning you any more money yeah. until you work it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we do in our house, like, um, it's funny because in our neighborhood, like, so we have not had bedtime unless like, <coughs> I'm Sorry. two, I'm two for two with the, no, I was going to say, unless we have something going on the next day, but like our kids, we, they, they have a time where they're, they a curfew in our neighborhood. Like they have to be in by a certain time, but they have not had a bedtime in during the summer, during the summer, yeah. unless there's something the next day. What is our rule on summer bedtime? You guys can stay up as long as you'd like to, but if you wake mom and dad up, it's all over. Or, or if you are a grumpasaurus Rex, when we wake you up, it's all over. Or if there is a big mess. Or a big mess. So our kids for years have stayed up. We have a couch in our basement. And so they like literally sometimes will stay up till like three in the morning. They all sleep by each other. And um, it's funny because kids in the neighborhood, now they just know. But the first like little while they come at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, be like, hey, can so-and-so play? And it would always be like, 
Yeah, they're sleeping. And this was like Logan at like five or six years old. He would sleep till like one in the afternoon. But the, 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 for me, this always kind of started was because I was worked early in the mornings. So I, I loved it because I didn't miss out on their kind of their awake time. Totally. You know, totally. So on a totally different note, we're talking about running kids here, there, everywhere. But I know a lot of parents are experiencing kind of a weird phenomenon is post COVID like uh, affected kids greatly. And so there's a whole like, I don't know what to do. Who should I hang out with? It's almost like you are creating a social schedule Mm -hmm. for your child. Yeah, for sure. So it's, it's an interesting phenomenon where, uh, also it's not good. So that you have to find that healthy medium. Like it's not good for your kid to be gone a hundred percent of the time. I remember a few years back with our oldest daughter, we were like, Hey, we need to see you. Yeah. And it's like, we <laughs> at all... the time we were like, you are 12. Like we need to see you every so often. Yeah. And so I do think, um, yeah, I mean it's finding that balance. Yeah, but I but I also think just like it's just like helping your kids to get from point A to point B, it's also good to help your kids to be social if they're not. Like help them find uh, you know, whether that means that you're the one accommodating the festivities at your house or whatever, that that you're you're doing that. So there's some so there's some interaction. Yeah, and I think if that is something that's a huge challenge is look at what your kids into. Too, you know, um, with school being out, it takes away a lot of that. And maybe they're, you know, I don't know, maybe there's classes for them to take. I, whatever it may opportunities be. Opportunities to volunteer Opportun- or whatever, yeah. like tons, tons of different opportunities. <laughs> but, uh, you know, going into it, just like having a plan, it's critical that you set some goals. And Megan has always been one that does really well with something looming out there that scares her. Yeah. I always say that you need to have something that will motivate you enough and it scares you enough that if you are sitting on your bum, you're like, uh, if I sit here, it's like that fear is going to grow. And so, um, always having, like I am, in July, I'm doing a Spartan race. I've never done it. It's outside of my comfort zone. I know I talk a lot about running and all of that. Um, I have a deep fear of barbed wire. <laughs> so, well, and I, and I will even so, say... This scares me. I mean, yeah. It was probably three years ago, four years ago. We signed up for a couple triathlons, and the first triathlon was in early June. I think it was like June sixth or yeah. something. So started, it was freaking freezing, yeah, Mister Bigglesworth. Yeah, yeah, I think it like snowed that week. <laughs> yeah. So starting like starting in late March, it was like if I don't swim, I'm gonna die. And so having that healthy fear, that's a great way to keep yourself both motivated and have, a, you know, as adults to have a personal goal or something. that you Yeah. And even, out. even if you don't have like a race, let's say, or whatever, it's like Quinn is really good. Like he has a calendar that it is every year. Quinn always tells her kids, I do not want you to spend money on presents. Like Quinn is adamant about it. And he's like, even when you guys are adults, I don't want you spending money on me. And so our kids, literally, it is the cutest thing, but they um, they make a calendar every year for Quinn. And they're going to do it for as long as <laughs> yeah. I'm alive. Yeah. And it's cute, but Quinn uses that in our bathroom. It's hung up and it is every day. He marks it off of what he did. And I think that there's something visual of feeling like, okay, 
it's another day, you know, this is I'm going to mark it off. And so, you know, even set that goal in the summer of like, maybe it's getting out and be like, I'm going to go for a walk five days this week. Find a calendar, hang it up. We've, we've done that with our youngest is he is on this hot track of being like, I want to be a pro skateboarder. And I always tell him, I'm like, well, it's what you do in the dark. Not literally the dark, but, you know, behind the scenes that matters. And so he has, I bought him a skateboard calendar. It's hanging up right in our laundry room and he marks off every time he skates. And so maybe it's not a race. Maybe it's just something that you're like, I want to feel that I am working towards something. Summer's a great time, um, especially if it is something to do with physical fitness, because the weather is usually so nice to be able to get out and set that goal. Yeah. It's actually hospitable to be able to do it. But, you know, I think just like socially, um, or like activity wise or vacations, if you don't plan it, it doesn't happen. The same goes with physicality. Everybody's like, Oh, I want to get in shape or I want to do this, this, or this. But if you don't like put it on the books, you don't hold yourself accountable, then it just does not happen. Like it's, or it's so sporadic that it doesn't really make a difference. So lastly, um, one of the things that we've done is we don't have children that self-motivate as far as like, hey, I want to keep learning through the summer. Yeah, we don't have <laughs> one of those that's like, can we get like a book? Yeah. And that is OK. Like they, yeah. it's like they, to each their own. Yeah, they get done and their whole goal is to burn their math book yeah. at the end of the school. <laughs> yeah, we did have a giant uh Book burning party. Yeah. Where and they all so, burn their math books yeah, at the end of yeah, the year. That's yeah. On, uh, was that on Friday or Friday. Thursday? It's whenever you dad it hard. Oh, gosh. I Thursday. Was so sick. Yeah. But uh, what we do with our kids is, you know, depending on their level and where they're at, we'll lay out a certain number and a dollar amount. And we'll say, hey, if you read X amount of books by the end of summer, we'll pay X amount of dollars. Some have taken us up on it, others haven't. Yeah. And it's all or nothing. All or nothing. But it gives at least some sort of structure. I mean, what is it that's still out there for the kids if they read Atlas Atlas Shrugged? Yeah. Yeah. $100 bill. $100 bill. And wherever they want to go to eat. Yeah. And we'll sit down and talk about it. Yeah. Quinn, that's for all of our kids. He's like, anyone that wants to discuss it. Yeah. That's like our oldest is like, I need money. I'm like, we'll read Atlas Shrugged. (laughs) Like hundred bucks right there. We'll sit down and talk about it. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. So we do not have, again, um, we're probably painting this picture of like, wow, they really got it together. Um, Because like Quinn said, it is slightly organized chaos. Yeah. Sometimes it's a total shiz show. Like there's no, no question about that. Our whole thing that we wanted to get across in today's episode is these are things we've learned. Yeah. And and I think if there is any huge takeaway from today, even if you are not in the kid phase, maybe your kids are older, like you're an empty nester or you've never had kids, whatever it may be is summer is a magical time. It is so good. It is. Even if you work full time and all of that is even more so is make plans have those finish lines in summer because if not, you're going to wake up and it's just going to be Groundhog's Day, this perpetual cycle of nothing new. Well, and that's just it is how much fun is it to do something new? 
how much fun is it to go out and experience something that you just normally don't see something you normally don't. That is what it's all about. Or even like to be able to, you know, coming out of winter, just to be able to sit outside. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I think part of it is look at what is around you. It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be a huge trip. Maybe you you don't like to camp, but maybe there is some super awesome things that are within an hour drive from where you live. Maybe it's going and checking that out where you're like, you know, it was like the other day I saw a picture of someone that went somewhere um, in Utah that was like an hour away. And I was like, why have we never done that? Like we need to do that as a family. And I think a lot of times we look at these big, huge, elaborate trips and all of that, which are awesome. But also look at what is around you because there is awesome things to do. Um, there's outdoor concert series there. I mean, there's so many things that are cool to go do in, especially in the summer that look at what's around you. Try to add one thing a week that you're like, Hey, I'm going to go do that. You know, on this hike, I'm going to, whatever. We we've talked in, uh, in past episodes about, just not existing together, whether that be your marriage, like just not existing as husband and wife, like actually doing like being, being active. And that means like just getting out there and enjoying life together. The same goes with your kids is if you exist, there's really no memories day in, day out. It's groundhog's day. Like Megan said, it's just one thing after another. But if you do some cool stuff, you get out, you spend some one-on-one time with each kid, you spend one-on-one time with your spouse, you go out and have a great time with friends, maybe a super fun dinner or hangout or whatever. It just opens that door up to where life just becomes so much more fulfilling. And, you know, we talked a lot about, uh, you know, we talk a lot about in our podcast about avoiding the midlife crisis. And I really think a lot of the midlife crisis comes from just sheer boredom of just like, I'm stuck in this hamster wheel. Yeah. And it it comes down to planning. To planning. So here's the thing, guys. We want everybody to have an awesome, awesome summer. So from Megan and I, and from my basement, super cool guy, guitar room studios. Stoner Den. We hope everybody has a fantastic Memorial Day that you get a chance to uh, say thank you to those who have served and uh, hug a loved one. Happy summer, everybody. Stay classy.